Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, Pamela returneth and things escalate fast. Mastermind Mark points out Polish pilferers, concurrent cowboys, and odd egg transportation. Grilling Bob derides incompetent myocardial infarction fakers and proposes a mannequin posse. Obi Wade Bonarobi gives a tour to fast, dreams of unelectric goats, and thrusts points on Bob. From swooning Spaniards to undead pole dancing orgies. Yes, it's time for news, everyone. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted. And enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Distractable, the wonderful podcast where I am the host because I won. And winning is all that matters in life, because when you win, you're a winner. And to hear first from some losers, here is Wade and Bob. Oh, um, hi. Do I have to respond to that, or? I mean, it's an option. Yeah, Bob, you're a little, you're a little dimly lit. Why don't you get out your, your light up to winner's levels? What? Why? Why is that? How's that? That's better. That's nice. That's nice. Where's? I got like Mark light situation over here. No, no, I've got a strong light source. It's just like I embrace the shadows. No, I mean that it changed itself. I got a ghost light that's changing its own settings. Yeah, yeah. Every time I turn around and whatnot. Anyway, how are you guys doing? Good. I'm uh, doing well. I've got an update on Ooh. a uh, Sarah Williams. From last episode. Who is that? Don't worry about it, Bob. I don't think anyone's interested in that. We should move on. Turns out she is still... He's making it up. This is all nonsense. Missing. Oh, I didn't catch that. I think Wade's a little mentally unstable, Mark. I gotta be honest. I don't think he's doing very well. I don't know what he's talking about. Doesn't matter anyway. Uh, whoever this mythical person is, they probably never existed in the first place, and that's the only true conspiracy theory we can acknowledge. Anyway, I would like to pre-win Bob for this episode, but we gotta go through the episode uh, to get to that moment. I'm just gonna phone this one in then. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. It's gonna be very fair. Molly made cookies, so fuck you. I, I have something to talk about. Everyone on the subreddit will love this, and I'm gonna commit to this so that they hold me to this this subreddit i got a grill in for my car everyone was real hot on my car lots of people liked my car and i got a grill for it it's a cool grill and i gotta put it in it's gonna take a lot of work i gotta take the whole front bumper off but i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna post pictures and those of you in the community who like cars we can talk more about cars eh? all right that's that's cool there were a lot of people interested don't patronize me i'm not patronizing I just didn't understand what you meant by I got you got a grill in and I'm like what a grill in it's an aesthetic a grill I got a new grill you grillin you grillin bro I'm grillin bro what a reference I know right what a deep cut only true fans will know about grillin only true fans of which we have so many why did that sound like a question no, because it was. I was gonna. I was trying to like allude that I was gonna say we have so few, but I. Uh, I said we have so many. We have so many true fans. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a very clever thing. Wait, you alright? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm phoning it in. I, I didn't really mean it when I said I was gonna pre-win Bob. Oh, that's good because I don't really know how to phone it in and to hold a phone and pretend to be doing stuff. That's pretty much it. I think you're nailing it. So here's basically the premise for this episode: is I don't really have much of an idea. So I'm going to go on the old fallback and read you some articles that I found from lead reporter in the field, Pamela Horton. Holy moly, it's been a minute. A classic episode. Oh, that's a name I've not heard in a long time. Mm -hmm. I, I tried to theme them a little bit, see if you can guess the theme, and then I'll just award points at random willy nilly compliments. Christmas. Nah, it doesn't get a point. Can I have points? I don't, oddly, no. That usually works, but no, I'm gonna go no. Wow, that does you. I'm offended. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Can I have points? Yeah, you can. Thank you. That never works, so this is a weird episode already. Anyway, speaking of weird, man arrested for faking heart attack 20 times to restaurants to avoid paying bill, report says. This is from uh, KTVU and by Kelly Hayes. Uh, this is in Spain, though. <laughs> this, is, this is a world traveler. Wait. So it's reported in America, but this is from Spain, Alicante, Spain. A 50-year-old man from Lithuania was recently arrested in Spain after allegedly faking heart attack at several restaurants in order to avoid paying the bill. Smart. Uh, all right, that's that's Bob's judgment call. Wade, do you want to get a pre prelim judgment in here? Fool. 
Well, that's just the opposite of me. You, 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 there's no nuance. Where's the nuance? You guys do it to me all the time, and it always works. That's true. It does. Uh, see, now you're learning the tactics, Wade. It's only been three years of this. Well, now that I'm not phoning it in, you guys are getting my C game, which is the highest grade I give. My God, if, if Wade actually tried at this podcast, think of where we'd be. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, so the man who is identified only as Adis J, but has become known locally as the, quote, Gastrojetta, sure. has tried to scam at least 20 times over the past year at different restaurants near Alicante, according to Spanish newspaper. Most recently, the man ordered a seafood paella and two whiskeys at the El Buen Comer restaurant Taperia in late September and had a bill of 34 euros, which is about $36. Oh, I have to rescind my initial judgment of this person. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. My boner's not going away. I'm going to have to... I got to go. I'm sorry. You finished the podcast without me. It's just... I can't. Oh. <laughs> well, I can't tell if he was joking. I think it's I actually it's happening. It's one of those Wade moments where I don't know if he was joking or not. <laughs> I just no, I assume like... it's real. I assume that's... He accidentally took some Viagra instead of uh, allergy medicine this morning, and it's been more than four hours, so he's got to go. I mean, uh... that's... <laughs> You don't want to push it with these kinds of things. That's dangerous. Oh, man. That is, that is quite funny. Took care of that one. Did you pop it? <laughs> you good? Oh, yeah. New record. Did you bust that bust that one out? I was like 10 minutes. All right. Good. Shall I continue? Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, the man attempted to leave without paying, but the restaurant staff stopped him and noted how he still needed to pay the bill. The scammer became visibly upset and said he was going to get the money from his hotel room. When staff refused to let him leave without paying, the man dramatically threw himself on the ground and pretended to have a heart attack. Um, and I imagine this is like one of those Spanish soap operas um, where they're like, ah, and they're rolling up against the car <laughs> and then they're like, ah, for like 15 seconds and then they hit their head on the, the side view mirror and then dramatic musical sting and they're dead. I don't know how it works there, but if you did that here in America, wouldn't they call you an ambulance and then you would get to the hospital and have to pay for the ambulance, which would be a lot more expensive than your food? Yeah, but this is in Spain where they probably have national... Well, he's not even a resident of Spain. He's from Lithuania. He's not even Spanish. So he buys these like hundreds of dollars of plane tickets to go around to different places to eat and fake a heart attack to save the money on the meal? I think he lives in Spain, Wade. Or he's on the world's longest vacation, I guess. But Yeah, I don't know how you just like are in Spain for a year uh, because apparently the restaurateur said the man doesn't even speak Spanish. Um, although he does seem to understand it, which could just be selective understanding. <laughs> Hola, me llamo heart attack, como edi. Ah. <laughs> oh my god but in spanish it hurt me to actually know a little bit of spanish and to still try to do that i am so sorry oh yeah we're all not prepared for wade trying here this is this is a new paradigm shift i can't i'm giving you a point a new year it's a new it's the same year it's a new day it's a new me all right um anyway so the man's image had reportedly been shared among many area restaurants to try to stop him from striking again, according to local news. The Alicante National Police did not immediately respond for a request, uh, but a spokesperson told uh, them that the man was indeed a repeat offender. He was arrested multiple times in the city of Alicante. The modus operandi was always the same. So... Can I just say, he's doing it wrong? Uh, yeah, okay, how? One, the bill, the bill that was reported was $36. Aim higher. If you're uh -huh. gonna use fake heart attack, aim higher. Well, if he's done it 20 times, maybe he has, but maybe he mixes it up. Two, you lead with heart attack. You don't try and dine and dash, and then when the waiter's like, oh, you didn't pay your bill, and you just be like, oh. My heart! Uh, that That's so obvious. I hope that this isn't his only scheme. I hope when he goes to pump gas, he like has to go in to pay for the gas, and he puts on like a werewolf mask and howls and like runs into the woods to try to get out of paying for his gasoline. And then like whoever's in the car with him is like, I'm sorry, this happens sometimes. I have to go after him. And then they just like leave the gas station in the car. They just like pick him up on the other street. I, I really don't know because there's not a lot of details here, but it could be that he's trying to only do for small bills because it's under a certain level that would be like a higher crime. Because apparently he's been arrested multiple times. He's only been in Spain for a year and he's done this 20 times. So clearly he's not going 
going to jail. Well, the heart attack, let me just say then, the heart attack thing, waste of effort. Either do it right and and get away with the heart attack, or what like if he's just trying to leave, he should he should get up and if the waiter's like, "Hey, you didn't pay your bill." He could just be like, "Oh, hang on, let me just whoop and then run past the waiter." Cuz uh, what yeah. what's the waiter going to do? Pull out a gun and shoot him? It's not America. I, I honestly have no idea, and neither do the local police, because the police spokesperson added that they were aware of the man being sent to prison, though they didn't know how long for, or if he was already free. Well, maybe they let him out because he had a heart attack. Yeah, probably. But it just seems like no one there knows, because they said they were aware of him being sent to prison, though not for how long also he might already be free. So I don't think they know where he is. So he heart attacked his way through the walls. I, I guess unless he was arrested in another jurisdiction, aren't those police? Shouldn't they be in the know on that? Nope. They had nothing to do with how he got arrested as the police in the area. They just know he did get arrested and all that stuff happened where he goes to jail, except none of it had to do with them. That seems... Is police different in other countries? Do they do? Do they work? <laughs> We're also assuming he's faking it. This this guy's lawyer gets on the on the news and is like, "My client has a medical condition. He has three heart attacks a day. He is being mocked relentlessly by world famous podcast Distractable. He was imprisoned falsely. <laughs> we will be suing." <laughs> well, and we all know what they say: the pain in Spain comes after build champagne. That was so close. He had two whiskeys. You were so close. Well, clearly he got it wrong, not me. Oh, I wasn't smart enough to get it. Oh, oh. Wade's, Wade's trying. Look out. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, this story was reported from Cincinnati. I thought you guys might like to know that. There is nothing happening in all of Cincinnati. So we are just reporting world news at this point. What news What news outlet is this from in Cincinnati? KTVU Fox 2. Oh, it's from the Vox affiliate in Cincinnati. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. That some guy is just sitting there Googling like, nothing going on. Let's see. That makes sense because local 12s in Bratislava this week. <laughs> I mean, they just really, it was like a very Spain focused Fox affiliate for no reason. Other than one of their editors is like really into Spanish stuff. Mm, take it up with Kelly Hayes because that's the reporter on this one or the writer of this article. I don't know why that happened. But that, I just want to say, that guy's doing it wrong. All you have to do is think a little bit, and there are way better ways to do the heart attack to get out of the paying the check. True enough, He's, true enough. He, that's the main problem I have with the story. The pain in Spain comes down the femoral vein. Well, probably is ephemeral vein, but it's definitely... I'm just saying what they say over there, man. Just reporting the news. I'm a Cincinnatian. He's translating from the original Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> Doesn't translate quite as well, but you get the idea. Hola, mis amigo. Mi hearty is a no-go. Oh. Oh, I thought hearty was a Spanish word. Gotcha. Your heart. Your, wouldn't it be mi hardo if you're going to do that? Corazon, but yeah. I, I mean, yeah, hardo. <laughs> <laughs> mi hardo es no worko. No bueno hardo. Uh-huh. This is getting quite offensive, but I'd like to move... I took German, so I'm I'm sorry. I'm ignorant of Spanish. They have a very different slogan there. Yeah. <laughs> nine, nine, nine! <laughs> <laughs> then I'm six, six, six. I'll be a heretic. With its five, five, five. Never mind. Different slogan. I don't know what you guys are talking Anyway, we're moving to Poland. Oh, okay. Are you buying a house, or where are we moving? We are moving to Poland. Poland. So this is Frankfurt, Kentucky news. <laughs> It's Australia, actually. <laughs> They're the same place. It's Australia or Austria. Anyway, Polish police arrest man who pretended to be a mannequin before stealing jewelry. Ooh, I like that. That, that sounds like he must have been real close to getting away with it. The, well, I'm going to show you a picture and you tell me how close <laughs> this man was to succeeding. Oh, no. Oh, man, I got to stop snap judgmenting this stuff. I don't know. I'm not making good calls. <laughs> you really do want to get out of the <laughs> gate so strong. Uh, but you tell me, spot the mannequin in this picture. Uh... Yeah, it's impossible to tell, really. <laughs> I also put my mannequin. Is that outside he's of the outside store? Outside the glass. <laughs> yeah, he's carrying tucked in the corner. <laughs> he's carrying bags from his other shopping at the mall, and he's standing outside the display glass outside of the store. <laughs> Wrangler, Barbie. Good thing he has his Macy's bag. Uh, hang on. Question though, maybe this isn't more interesting than it seems. 
Okay. How does he steal jewelry from that location? <laughs> He's outside the front of the store. He can't he can't steal anything from there because it is inside. It's just the blur. No, I'm pretty sure he's standing outside. It looks like he's outside. Yeah, he's outside. You can tell because the doors are against that black line on the ground. You know, he really tried the minimal amount to be a mannequin. Game is game. Respect it. What if he pulls a Drax and he just like very slowly starts moving and he thinks he's invisible because he's just so slow and someone looks, he like freezes. It's like, oh, that's just a mannequin. <laughs> yeah. So when I, when I heard this, read this title, I literally thought, okay, he stood where the mannequins are in the store, right? Sure. He took maybe the clothes from um, another mannequin, something hitman style. No, nah, he is standing in a corner outside the window. And he gets in by just crawling under the shutter. He's wearing a different shirt in this shot. What's happening? Did he soil himself or are the pants just shadowed there? You know how hard it is to stand perfectly still, Wade? He's just sweating through his pants. Also, I would have given him 10 points if he was wearing a Barbie shirt while standing outside, but he's not even wearing the clothing the mannequins are wearing. I would love to think that this is the same guy, but there's always a possibility that this is just some kind of husband that's standing in the corner and just so happened to look a little bit like it and they took this picture. Can you scroll back down to the other photo i think right below it said he was eventually spotted by the <laughs> it took a while but he was eventually found out to not be a mannequin mm -hmm. yeah no i've heard i've heard uh there's been like reddit stories of people that work security and they're like heister would never be as complex or need to be as complex as you think because security personnels don't give a shit if they see someone back there they're just gonna assume that they're maintenance and not think about it if they see an unlocked door they're just gonna close it and not lock it or if they see a key left in they're just gonna be like ah someone must have lost their key and then walk away from it so it wasn't at a mall but i I was I was uh, at a strip mall. I went and I got some food and I was like sitting in my car eating the food. Uh, I parked behind it, right? You know where like deliveries go, it's like around behind the building. There were parking spots, but uh, you're not normally you don't really go back there. You park on the on the front side of those buildings. And I was parked back there and I noticed while I was eating in my mirror, the security guard golf cart was parked over like behind a dumpster and the guy was clearly smoking something cigarette mm -hmm. whatever he he finished what he was doing and like backed the golf cart out from behind and could see me for the first time and clearly was like oh 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 and came over and was like you didn't see anything happening out here did you I was like, no i'm just i'm just eating food man I'll, I'll move if i don't know and he's like no no you're good bro you're good i'm gonna go it's like super <laughs> weird. This dude's like out smoking weed behind the dumpster. That's the level of security they have going on at malls. I wish he'd gone inside and tried to pose in front of a window holding the end of his um, cigarette. <laughs> Just he's, if he's smoking in front of the shop window. <laughs> Motionless. He's got perfect laminar flow on his, his smoke trail. He's just... <sighs> <laughs> no you know what would be the ultimate if the if the guy is trying to do the the mannequin thing to, and he does it w well and he's like in the window being a mannequin you spot that what you do is you go into the store you take the mannequin next to him down and you dress it in the security outfit and then you set it back next to him but you sort of angle it towards him and as the day goes on you keep surrounding him with more and more security mannequins and then when all the humans go home and stop paying attention those mannequins come to life and arrest him it it might work who knows it might absolutely work you can't tell me it wouldn't work against that guy who was trying to be a mannequin maybe this guy just has great red light green light powers and that's just how he moves through life <laughs> and if you try to chase him he goes red light and every cop is like Ugh. green light Ugh. the world is slowly filling with humans who can no longer move because he's red lighted them and run away <laughs> gary what's wrong i got red lighted <laughs> I've been like this for three days. <laughs> well, what if I just say green light? No, you don't have the power. Uh, anyway, so that other picture, I actually read the article. That's from another occasion where he went oh. into a restaurant to eat before slipping under the roller shutters at the entrance to a store next door to swap his clothes for new ones. Not sure why, but afterwards he returned to the restaurant to have some more food. Oh, so <laughs> so he needs to work with the heart attack guy, have the heart attack guy give him a distraction to slip out, go change his clothes, come back in and keep eating. 
they'd be like, how's Tom? I heard he had another episode. And it's like, oh, so sorry. Tom had to go to the hospital. Oh, darn. Can I have a carbonara? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. I couldn't tell you why that was funny. I couldn't tell you. Can I have a carbonara? <laughs> Man, wait, imagine if you'd been trying this whole time. Nobody else would ever win an episode of this podcast. I'm getting healthier than I've ever been, man. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, so that's where that story ends. This next story, though, I want to, uh, you to just guess what the fuck this title means, because honestly, it took me a second. I already know. All right, what's your guess? Uh, I'd like to know the title, please. <laughs> no, no, you know. <laughs> All right, this is the story of a pair of twin sisters who were caught doing parent traps on people who were not their parents on Caribbean cruises. They would befriend elderly couples, confuse them into thinking that they were their daughter, and then switch places repeatedly in order to break into the room of the elderly couple and rob them blind. That makes sense. That does make sense. <laughs> All right, I'll read the title to you now. 1,316 electric cowboys turn it on at Lineman's Rodeo. <laughs> I was pretty close. <laughs> you were pretty close. I was pretty close. I'll give you a point for being really close. It could have been more wrong. Also, I do know what that means. Okay, you do? All right. Can you read it one more time? I was too busy laughing. Yeah, 1,316 electric cowboys turn it on at Lineman's Rodeo. Okay, I mean, that seems pretty straightforward. What do you, I'm curious what you think it means. I already did my guess, so I don't want to bogart. So there's a, a big, like, rodeo dance-off where, like, they'll do, like, a couple different events. Like, they'll rodeo, you know? And then afterward, they get down and square dance and lasso and stuff. And uh, they just killed it so hard that they, uh, quote-unquote, turned it on. All 1,000 of them. Okay. And they're all wearing, like, normal cowboy outfits, but they're, like, laced with LEDs. So they're, like, glowing and tuned to the beat, like that Christmas thing years ago where it was like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. But, like, it's their outfit going to, like, get down, turn around, square dance, and look at my booty and whatnot. But they're, like, LEDs are going to that while they're... A classic square dance. So uh, that that's what it was about. All right. Let's... Well, I'm pretty sure Wade's correct. I don't even need to guess. Bobby burned your guess, so you wouldn't even be able to get a post guess oh, okay. uh so we're gonna go with who was closest and i'm afraid wade was why are you afraid why is it always bad news when i win was weirdly... both of you always act like it's the worst thing in the i feel world like wade's was less correct because it fell for the obvious mislead i'm not sure how twins parent trapping random elderly <laughs> couples is closer because it's not about cowboys because it's it's electric cowboys are literally linemen are guys who work on electric lines and i mentioned electric in my description he did mention electric he said oh there's electricity on boats at sea he didn't mention it <laughs> I didn't have to mention it. Everyone knows electricity exists on boats at sea. There are boats without electric called paddle boats, Bob. Not at sea. Not at sea. Sailboats do have electricity because you need to have radios, you smartass. What about like pirate ships? Relic ships? There's probably still a few of those. You know, you know what kind of boat doesn't have electricity? Ghost pirate ship. 
Ah, uh, okay, I see. I or see, goats. I see. I, all right, we'll leave that up to the subreddit to decide who was closer. I feel like I was closer. I feel like it's, it's fine. Okay, I'll, I'll abstain. So no points for that, though. You, not for now. We'll, get, we'll retroactively change the winner after the subreddit decides. Um, quote, every single time I feel nauseous, said Roman Garcia, 50, who was in town as a contender. Quote, competition butterflies. Forget beefy bulls and bucking broncos. This rodeo roughly 20 miles west of Kansas City wasn't the cowboy kind. The recent 39th annual International Lineman's Rodeo, the Super Bowl of Electric Utility Profession, drew hundreds to test their chops at timed events such as climbing a 40-foot wooden pole and rescuing six foot one inch 165 pound mannequin named rodeo joe who might have been the same guy in poland posing as a mannequin to steal from that jewelry store <laughs> and still seven inches shorter than danny devito he's he's getting booked by the police mannequins and they're like okay what's your name sir uh rodeo joe no what's your real name that is my real name okay and i'm one of you so i was anyway. close is what you're saying I cannot make that determination. I am legally uh, withheld. No boats, no old people, no parent trap. Yeah, just for context, this is actually both more interesting and less interesting than what the title implied, I think. Um, let me just share another picture because this is just like, it is a fascinating thing. I, I like this sort of thing, the like professional competition. competition yeah. to, have you guys ever seen uh, competition firefighting? Ooh, yes, I have actually. Those like that's, it's, it's almost unrelated to actual firefighting, but it's super cool because they have like really tricked out drag race fire trucks and it's it's like really dangerous and exciting i'm sure that this kind of looks like a bunch of dudes on, on big poles but i'm sure it's exciting yeah i mean it probably is because this job isn't the safest in the world you're dealing with extremely high voltage lots of amperages at heights you know so technically doing this at speed i don't know if these wires are live i bet they're not oh god i hope they're, <laughs> I hope they're not <laughs> The, the finals, they actually turn it on and they're like, yeah, it's live now. Now it counts. <laughs> the real risk. Um, so uh, one thing that I, I do kind of like appreciate in the same way that I really don't appreciate it, but I kind of do is obviously this took place in Kansas, but a lot of these people are from Texas. And for those that don't know, Texas has a separate power grid that's not tapped into the national power grid for reasons that are Texas, uh, because Texas is Texas. And just thinking that like, not only is that the way that they treat their power, but this is the the culmination of skill in that power field. It doesn't make me like proud to be an American, but it kind of is just like, yeah, that would happen here. There's, so, there's something that makes you go like, it's kind of cool, but also like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, a, it's a weird mixture of feelings about it because a part of me is very much like, hell yeah, let's do this shit. This is fucking awesome. Imagine someone visiting from like another country and they hear about the electric cowboy event. And they're like, oh my God, I'd love to see like American cowboys. And they go and they're like, this isn't like the movies at all. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this isn't just America though. So it expands internationally. So this was the International Lineman's Rodeo. There were 732 teams from U.S., Canada, and Brazil. It's not quite as international as you would think, but... <laughs> those, those are nations that you can be inter. <laughs> all three countries from all two continents. <laughs> that's, now that is some shit that would happen in America. Now this uh, is an international competition. We got all three countries. All right. So let me detail you some of the events that take place here, because obviously it's high power and stuff, but there's skill based stuff. So... <laughs> Uh, sorry, I gotta share a picture. It's just really, really funny to me, but it's very serious work. So let me, before I share the picture, in one dreaded event, a lineman must carry an object in a bag during a timed pole climb, then descend with the delicate cargo in their mouths to demonstrate they are smooth and in control. What do you think this item might be? An egg. A live chicken. Holy shit. Wade got it. Egg. There's a reason in science class we did the egg drop, and that's just in case we decide to become electric uh, cowboys. Eggs, all of us are electric cowboys. Absolutely. So whenever you throw your box off the rooftop, you yourself could be the object holding the egg in your mouth if you so chose. This is very fascinating, but it makes total sense. It just like this picture, though, it just really makes me laugh. But yeah, it's an egg because obviously an egg is somewhat delicate. And if you're carrying it down, if there's two teeth marks in it, it's two point deduction. If there's a crack in it, it's a 
introduction. So it's like, yeah, I guess control has to be everything. I've seen videos of people slipping off these poles and it's it's a long fall is 20, 30 foot poles. That's the reason it's an egg, actually. It's kind of brilliant. If you have the agility and you're like, you know, small and agile and you can hold the egg without breaking it, then you're good. If you can't, then, well, you just cracked and ate an egg. And the more of those you eat, the bigger and stronger, more protein you get. So you get big and strong. So you don't need to be agile. You can just hop, 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 up the pole. It's a win-win. I'm giving Bob a point. <laughs> well, you're a mistake, but you know this is your episode to make it. I maybe you didn't like his his reason, but how are you not going to give points for? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I gave points. I didn't give points. I'm giving them to you, Bob. Ah, oh, man, Wade. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been funnier in your life. Thank you. <laughs> I believe the answer is possible. Basically, it's also very important to pick the right egg uh, beforehand, so you carefully inspect your egg before you pick it. Never go for the ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be impressive if I did something heavy. I didn't realize I had to go in my mouth. I shouldn't have picked the ostrich. Got a python jaw? Do you think I have? Yeah, shit. All right, wait. You get a point for that. Thank you. Has there ever been any cheating scandals where someone like drained the egg ahead of time and filled it with silicon or something so it didn't? Like, so, it was like so the the cartons are presented by the competition oh, uh, okay. runners um so they're carefully inspected by the people picking eggs and you pick your egg before you go up from their carton and quote said one of the competitors that's my perfect egg right there <laughs> that's it that's the quote just you, you know it's a good way to get in the head of your competitors in that competition mm -hmm. when everyone's picking eggs you just walk up next to someone and be like hey i got next on that one like, <laughs> what no this is my egg like yeah once you use it? I want to use it. I'm not going to rinse it off nor nothing. Just hand, hand it right over once you come back down. Just mouth to mouth it to me. Just don't Just, even put it in your hand. It's like that game where you pass the orange between your necks to each other, but it's mouth, to, it's the mouth. I'll come get it from you. You ain't got to even move. Just don't move. That's going to absolutely get in that guy's head. Better the mouth and like up the anus or something. Like what if the egg hatches and like all of a sudden you just hear tweet tweet from someone's back end? I don't think that's how... <laughs> Like generally, yeah, but ones that come in cartons <laughs> for human eating, I think there's a step that they skip. To I mean, make that's it. what they want you to think, but you know, you can buy chicken nuggets, and they're like, "Oh, boneless chicken," but every now and then, Wade, when a when a hen sits on the eggs to incubate them, do you think that the egg goes up? No, it already did. It already came out of there. That's where it came from. Everybody knows that. Just check. All right. Anyway, unless the hen has to move its nest, in which case they do suck them back up. <laughs> Good to know, man. Thank you. There's mystery events. Uh, for the latest event, mystery event number one was to change out the cross arm at the top of utility pole, which is the wooden bar cross. Yeah, mystery event number two was to replace the jumpers on the pole that had been de-energized and short-circuited to protect the line workers. Oh my god, wait. Are they are they live? Are they live lines that these guys are doing this stuff on? They wouldn't be very good at their job if they couldn't work on power lines that had power. Why would you do that for fun? You do that because you have to, and you do it carefully. You don't do it as fast as possible as a joke. Well, you do if you're at the bottom and you're curious about the question, what came first, the lineman or the egg? How many how many high voltage electrocutions are there a year at the electric cowboy rodeo? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe uh, later it'll say, but I don't think, but it looks like it could if people are moving at top speed. There's just a, a, a few more quotes here, but it's basically as you expect. They they run the gambit of rescuing the mannequin. It's just, the, the article gets a little strange because it's a series of quotes. Excuse me, rescuing the mannequin? Is it a common occurrence for a person to be stuck on top of a power line? Well, when you're trying to do it as fast as you can, mistakes happen. Uh, uh, Granny's like, oh, the cat got up here, so I climbed up after it. Then I was like, holy shit, a power line! Yeah, yeah, And the yeah. neighbors came out, they said, get down, Granny! And I went... <sighs> And so the fire department and the lineman had to come pull me down. And what if it's Beverly Hillbilly style where she has a rocker on top of there and she's rocking on the power line. And every now and then an egg just slips out and rolls and falls. You know, Bob, sometimes Wade makes references to things that are so far past our generation. It really makes you think that he's actually an ancient eldritch being. What, what if Justin Bieber and, and Lil Wayne uh, sitting on their soldier boy throne and then they realize soldier throne is actually a power line repurposed to be a throne. And they were like, bruh, uh -huh. is that better? Did I do it? <laughs> I'm confused and, uh, and scared. And then Cardi B comes in and is like, Oh, okay, good. Catchphrase. 
It's like, well, I can't believe she said it. See, I can do 2020 pop culture. Yeah, well, you don't have to do 2020 pop culture, but I just don't understand why you do 1980s pop culture. We weren't alive then. I grew up watching old things. Yeah, when did you grow up? Well, there's some theories about that, but I can't tell. Beverly Hillbillies was on TV from 1962 to 1971. Aha, and there you have it. All right, anyway, quotes can be heard. Scream for the sidelines. Come on, Will. These are literally just quotes in the article. I don't know why they have no, they have no, they have no, it's just a series of quotes. Come on, Will. End quote, quote, adjust. End quote, quote, on the hand line. End quote. Come on, Will, adjust. Make us look good and funny. On the hand line. I've never missed a year. End quote. Quote, we take days off work to be here. End quote. Quote, we love to support our boys. End quote. Quote, daddy. (laughs) Wait, like, uh, like, oh, daddy. Or like, daddy. Around them, wide-eyed children goggled at all the hard hat wearing competitors, often exclaiming daddy as they spotted or thought they spotted their fathers in action. I pulled a ruse on you. That one wasn't just by itself. Was the rest of that just a list of quotes with no context or anything? Pretty much. It's just like the last two was like, I never missed a year, said Tiffany Libert. We take days off work to be here, added Flor Garcia. That's it. Wow. And then it finally gets back into the detail. You know who wasn't quoted here? Sarah Williams. You're right. That doesn't seem important. Anyway, uh, quote, in the eyes of children, these participants are somewhat heroic, said Sarah Williams. You made that one up. Did I? I don't know. What was the article link? I I can't tell you. You gotta remember the title. Anyway, that's it for that one. 101 electric cowboys rodeo. (laughs) No, it was a a thousand. It was 13,005 electric cowboys. Cowboys? I spelled that one wrong. Cowboys rodeo dance off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mark, I didn't find the article. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, A for effort, but no points. All right, I got another one here. This one's kind of more of a philosophical debate, so oh. maybe when you can you can chime oh. in here. That doesn't seem very fair. New Jersey's existential crisis. Does Central Jersey even exist? Well, first we have to ask, what is existence? Is existence a corporeal form? Is it an idea, a theory? Is a myth in and of itself make something existent? No, existence is something that exists. But exists in what sense? Like it's real and you can go there or see it. Well, what is real? Just a thing that's real that exists. Okay, because technically, if you're geographically speaking, central Jersey would exist because there would be a center. That's the answer to the question. Yes, it does exist. All right, Mark, we solved it. (laughs) It's a simple oh question. God. People in New Jersey are just stupid. No. Whoa. Wait a yeah, minute. That's right. I whoa. said it, New Jersey. To be fair, depending on what we're counting as the center, it could be so small that only one person can be in Central Jersey at any given moment. Well, actually, what we're referring to is the Central Jersey region, which apparently a map is making a lot of people in Central or in New Jersey in general um, angry. It's got all those stupid letters and numbers on it. <laughs> Is it like a kid like that's just learning how to color? Parts of like New York and the ocean and other things like also are marked as Central Jersey. And they're like, this isn't even New Jersey. They're marking other states. Look, the yellow's leaked over into Pennsylvania. That can't be Central Jersey. Why would I assume blue means water? (laughs) (laughs) How am I supposed to know that? Oh, God, it's two-tone Johnny. He's only got two (laughs) colors of crayon. Oh, man, that is is, uh, pretty much it because even me reading this article i can't i can't even understand what the argument is let me just start reading but say central jersey and many may think you making that up they are sort of so this is literally the article. This is a New Jersey accent. It's very accurate. Yeah. Government Phil Murphy in late August signed a bill that would highlight the state's oft overlooked middle section as its own distinct tourism region. Quote, today we settle the decades old debate once and for all. <laughs> Central Jersey exists, Murphy said at the bill signing ceremony. Of course, there's a hitch. Some parts of Jersey want no part of this region. The newly blessed Central Jersey tourism region includes four 
four counties, but the new law hints at the possible annexation of other counties that are geographically located in central Jersey. <laughs> but Joey, you literally live in the dead center of the state of New Jersey. I don't care. Don't include me in central New Jersey. I'm an east-west Jerseyman, not a central Jerseyman. I don't even know what the parts of New Jersey are. The North Shore, is that New Jersey? We have the Skylands region, the Gateway region, the Central Jersey region, the Shore region, the Delaware River region, Greater Atlantic City region, Southern Shore region. Those are the proposed regions. That's a lot more regions than I would have thought. A lot more than four, and this is why people are upset, because it's the new, the geographically located in Central Jersey region is encroaching and annexing territory that many Jerseyites, which is not New Jersey, Jerseyans, New Jerseyites is apparently Jerseyans. Makes sense. New Jerseyans considered to be culturally part of Jersey Shore. Oh. And that is where the crux of everything is. No one wants to lose the ability to say that they live in Jersey Shore. Yeah, so those are tourism reason, region designations. I don't think they affect your ability to say, like, ah, I live in the Shore area. You know, I live in the Jersey Shore. Well, they do, because if you live there, you have to say, I live in central New Jersey Beach Edge. The law very specifically is, like, you have to say city, county, and official tourism region. You may not proclaim that you live in a region in which you do not preside. <laughs> Punishment will include fines up to $10,000, up to three years in jail. So on, so forth, yada, yada. Legal stuff. Legal stuff. I could see why that law would upset some people, I guess. So most of the people that would be affected are people that uh, live 20 miles away from the shore, but claim that they live on Jersey Shore. That's pretty far away. No, no, because, quote, worst part of... <laughs> Go on. Yeah, keep doing it. Keep Stick to that. That's good. We're part of Central Jersey, sure. Sure. Sure, as a sure. Sure, but not sure. You know, sure, like I'm sure about that, but I live at the shore. I got friend Pauly. Pauly sure. <laughs> <laughs> and anything that brings people to our area is good. But we're Jersey Shore first. Jersey Shore. Do or die. The end quote. Hardcore. Yeah, no, you know, I went to the beach the other week. I got I got 20 miles away from the ocean, and I was like, ah, basically at the shore. Pretty much. Sure you are. <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> I'm New Jersey sure. New Jersey residents have traditionally defined the state by cultural markers, including the sub-chomping north a cousin to New York, and the hoagie-eaten South, a frenemy to Philly, all the while squabbling among themselves over the nebulous identity of the state's middle section, anchored by Trenton. Home of the pork roll! Oh, the pork roll. You don't want to meet the friends with benefits of Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich-eating friends with benefits of Maryland. Yeah, no, that's what they call that area. You're right. Wait, when you turn your brain on, you just know so much. I get why you don't need to learn anything. You already know it all. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a bunch of people sitting in central Jersey right now who are like, finally, somebody gets it. That's what we've been telling everyone. Wait, they don't have the accent anymore? <laughs> no, they're in central Jersey, so they don't have either the north or the south accent. I'm from central Jersey. I'm sure about that. And I pronounce the words sure and sure differently. And I bet Maryland on the slide. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Maryland's boyfriend. I assume Rhode Island or something. Oh, okay, all right. We're called the Rhode Island Romances. <laughs> That's the Ro the Rhode Island accent. It's stunningly similar to the Jersey accent. Well, only the Romancers. That's the oh, wherever okay. Rhode Island is to New Jersey side. Anyone who lives in the Northeast of America, I'm really sorry. I'm just generally real sorry about all of this. I just want to put that out there, especially if you live in Jersey, but generally that whole area. Sorry. I would also like to point out that Rhode Island is not connected in any way to New Jersey. Sorry, I meant um, Vermont. 
Did you? <laughs> Hold on, can I look at a map of the USA? Hang on, no, I know this. Uh, I meant, uh, uh, wait, uh, I meant the District of Columbia. That doesn't touch that one. Rhode Island is a bit of a hike from New Jersey. Yeah, it's Delaware. Yeah, I meant Delaware, that's what I meant. Which, honestly, and no offense to anyone in Delaware, I forgot Delaware was a state. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not gonna lie, does Delaware stop New Jersey from even touching Maryland? Oh, it doesn't stop it, if you know what I mean. Alright, alright, nothing. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I thought you were gonna keep going. I, I thought you were about to be on a roll. I don't know. No, 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 it's fine. A hoagie roll, am I right? <laughs> Fellow Southern Jerseyer. I'm sorry, I'm a Central Jerseyan. I'm a Central New Jersey man. Hmm. New Jersey sanctioned tourism zones get state funding, so this is why it matters, right? They can apply for grants to promote and brand them themselves as a defined region, and crucially, they get labeled as such on the state's official tourism map, which I believe everyone who goes to New Jersey consults before they go to New Jersey. Yeah, obviously, because I want to know where the Jersey Shore technically ends, and I don't want to go anywhere that's outside of that very particularly defined area. Yeah, so apparently, and there's no, well, the idea for elevating Central Jersey stems from the coming 250th anniversary of the 1776 signing of the U.S. De Declaration of Independence, according to the bill's main sponsor, State Senator Andrew Zwicker. The nation's semi-quincentennial will be celebrated around the country. There's no description of why this is pertains to Central Jersey, uh, but in Zwicker's view, New Jersey's claim to Revolutionary War fame rivals that of Massachusetts and neighboring Pennsylvania and should be marketed as such as the anniversary approaches. Where did some of those battles take place? Central Jersey. Quote, there were crucial battles in New Jersey, said Dr. Philip C. Mead, chief historian and curator of the Museum of the American Revolution in Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia, New Jersey? Yeah, Philadelphia, New Jersey. <laughs> also, do you know that Zwicker has a severe bee allergy? What? That's why they call him the Zwicker Man. Because anytime he gets near bees, he goes, Not the bees! Oh. Hey, you know why they call him the Zwicker Man? <laughs> <laughs> I was in Central Jersey. I should have come north for you guys. So it's like a battlefield control zone. Every time it switches control from Jersey Shore to Central Jersey, your accent changes on the fly. I get it. Anyway, neither of those battles decided that... <laughs> Wait, so the curator of the Philadelphia Museum of the American Revolution said, There were crucial battles in New Jersey. Neither of those battles decided the conflict, but both dramatically improved American chances of victory. So all two of them. The new Central Jersey tourism region includes Hunterdon, Mercer, Middlesex, and Somerset, a swath that is home to sunflower farms, Revolutionary War sites, and more. So was there a civil war in New Jersey that we just never knew about? Or does nobody in New Jersey have like a job or anything else to do other than worry about their like region pride? I think you're misequating the concerns of the New Jerseyans with the uh, no, I'm not senator's concern about the Civil War thing. I don't know if anyone who's trying to make sure they can stay affiliated with the North Shore, the Jersey Shore, is is too worried about the Revolutionary War implications of the the. the I think those are separate issues. Not that I'm saying they couldn't care, but I don't think that's why you want to be affiliated with the North Shore as opposed to Central. I don't think they're worried about not being affiliated with, with unless they are. That's it. You really cut me up, cut me off at the knees on that one. There are some points of contention because the map does seem to indicate some parts of Central Jersey do include include shoreline above what was already defined as as Jersey Shore. So that's where that's where some of the that argument. just seems messed up. Yeah, it's messed up, man. Long parts of the Jersey Shore, the new map is often going over like stale saltwater taffy. "Quote: We are in Central Jersey, but our identity is Jersey Shore. It's historic, one of a kind." Patty Barber. They'll have to pull Jersey Shore from my hands. Uh, that's not how they would say it. They gotta pull Jersey Shore from my cold, dead Jersey hands! <laughs> Got a little German there. That's a bouncy consonant for, for a New Jersey. And then in Central uh, Jersey, they say, I will happen to pull the uh, um, Jersey Shore from your uh, deceased uh, flanges. Mm-hmm. 
because not only did, th did this person, Miss Barber, say the last one, they'll have to pull Jersey for my hands. She added, however, should Central Jersey find a world-class marketing campaign? Barber said, quote, I reserve the right to be a turncoat, end quote. <laughs> A person who deserts one party or cause in order to join an opposing one. I knew. I just want to make sure everyone else out there knew. Anyway, that's about it. It goes into some other uh, tourism campaigns. New Jersey's complicated. Apparently. Anyway, this article is written by, just so I make sure I say, Ginger Adams Otis. What, uh, what, is, what uh, institution do they report for? Wall Street Journal. Oh, big time. Big pants. Yeah. I just, I feel like I'd, I'm unclear as to why that's such a controversy, I guess. But maybe, maybe I'm, I'm not in the culture. I don't know how they feel about it. Mm -hmm. I'm neither a, a hoagie muncher or a, what was the other one? Friends with benefits. No, not that one. Definitely not that one. Uh, well, I mean, I hope they win. Yeah. This is like a thing where there's a, there's one side who's fighting for something and the other side who's just generally kind of like, no. Honestly, I have no idea. I've never been to New Jersey. I've never been to the Jersey Shore. I've never had really an ambition to go to Atlantic City or anything like that. So I have no idea. I'm intrigued to go visit Central Jersey, though. It sounds like a great place. It sounds way cooler than any other part of New Jersey based on what that description had to offer. And I want to hang out with this wicker man. Yeah, I look at the tourism map and I just get butterflies in my stomach at how exciting it is. Did you know something, something revolutionary war? And sunflower farms, Wade. Mm-hmm. Of course. Those were the things, those are the only things. And we can go see the Philadelphia, New Jersey while we're there. Mm-hmm. And the only other news article I have for today is about pole dancing skeletons raising controversy in Utah. Frickin' Utah. Mm. And that's it. The only controversy I can imagine about pole dancing skeletons is why aren't I seeing them yet? Are they doing it out of wedlock? I don't know if it, marriage says until death do us part. So after marriage, it's just a one big orgy, I think. Or after death, it's one big orgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quarter past marriage. Y'all want to fuck? Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, anything goes after the afterlife. Till marriage do us part. I remember when Molly and I had to say this. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird institution. You build up to it. You plan a whole thing. And the moment you're married, boom, orgy. <laughs> Means almost nothing. <laughs> you really want to reconsider the guest list. Anywho, that'll do it for today's episode. Uh, thank you to lead reporter in the field, Pamela Horton, for uh, getting the real stories. As for the winner, uh, Bob, I hate to say it. Well, I don't, I don't hate to say it. Wait, why do I always say that? I don't know, man. I just take it in stride. You should know the results. I win? If I don't win, don't say it yet. Uh, I, would, I would like some more points. I'll give you one more. Uh, any more? You got any extras? You dump any change out of your pocket? Nah. Half a point? Uh, you know, we could always share them if he has any points with benefits. I don't. I don't have... They're all mine. They're all very loyal points. All right. So with the with that bonus point, it would almost put you nearly to catching up. But I, I have a note here for two points, parentheses, four boner for Wade. Um, so I put that in. And congratulations, Wade. Finally getting some use out of you, old fella. You, uh, you turned on 10% of your brain today and, man, really swept the competition here. Uh, proud of you. Proud of uh, this moment. I know we'll never see another moment like it again for as long as we live. No, I peaked. Uh, so thank you, and would you like to give a winner speech? I just want to take a moment to thank Pam, because without her putting the ball in the tee, I couldn't have hit it out of the park. Thank you, Pam. That's wonderful. So selfless. Bob! Uh, I just want to say thanks to Pam, even though she really screwed me over on this one, and we're going to have to have a talk about this. You know, I still appreciate the hard work. In the future, we will conspire a little bit more closely so that Wade doesn't stand a chance. Okay, we'll pass that along. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening at home. Hopefully this was an entertainment thing. Hopefully we don't get sued for stealing articles from other places. Of course. We gave credit for everything. And it was transformative reporting. We gave our own insights. And it was educational. We learned about electric cowboys and mannequin police, mm -hmm. heart attacks and stuff. Why do you have a tape measure, Wade? <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening and or watching. Be sure to follow the podcast to stay up to date. We upload twice a week. Uh, and our respective channels are you, Bob, Wade, and me. You know where to find them. Have a good day. Spread the word about the podcast to your friends, but beware. Warn them not to drive while they listen. And let us know if you're in central subreddit or not. Get new flair today on the subreddit to declare your loyalty to your region. South, north, hoagie eaters, central. Those are the only qualifications. Friends with benefits. Yes. 
podcast out.